Yesterday, I found out some very disturbing news. This was taking place, or actually took place already in Montana uh, during the election last month. And it is that the people of Montana, they voted that doctors are not required to use all medically appropriate and reasonable actions to preserve the life of an infant born alive, including after an attempted abortion. So let that sink in. Let that sink in. Now, we are Christians. We are part of a pro-life movement, right? We try to defend the unborn. Well, where are we going to go now? Right? I mean, what arguments can you make in order to defend the unborn, if even the born are not protected. I mean, where do we go? We have arrived at utter barbarism. Right? Let that sink in. Doctors are not required to use all medically appropriate and reasonable. Right? We're not talking about uh, means to preserve life uh, of somebody who is dying that would be inappropriate or unreasonable, disproportionate. We're not talking about that. We're talking about appropriate and reasonable actions to preserve the life of an infant born alive. Not somebody who's already lived a long life. We're talking about an infant lying there on the table and we're just going to let it die. People voted for that. That is a majority. So we're not talking about some radical minority opinion. We're talking about a majority. This is complete and utter barbarism found in a majority of voters in Montana. Today we celebrate this missionary priest, St. Francis Xavier, who went to India and baptized over 80,000 people, brought the grace of faith and salvation to these people who never heard the gospel. And they were happy that he arrived to bring them the saving truth of Jesus Christ and the saving grace of the waters of baptism. And St. Francis Xavier wrote back to all of his former colleagues in Paris who were teaching there. He said, if only you would come over, we could make even more Christians. And from what I have observed, they would be very good Christians. So in reflecting on how have we arrived at this place where it can actually be voted, right, and be agreed upon among the majority that we can just let children die, infants die. How do we get there? Well, two scripture passages come to my mind, right? And that is, remember the um, person who is freed from the evil spirit, right? They have been um, saved, okay, by Christ. But then later on, they fall away. And what does the gospel say about that person? That Seven demons worse than the first come and occupy that soul who has been saved, embraced the truth, and then afterwards rejects it. 
they actually find themselves in a worse place than they were before. Maybe that explains where we are in our so-called post-Christian society. I mean, we don't have to say so-called. It really is, right? We're there. Post-Christian. Seven demons worse than the first. That is, before America was even evangelized, are now coming and taking their place and taking over and wreaking havoc, destruction, and death. St. Peter says, this is in his second letter, chapter 2, verse 20. He says, For it would be, have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. It has happened to them according to the true proverb, the dog turns back to his own vomit and the pig is washed only to wallow in the mire. So there we are. We are returning to our vomit of unbelief. We are wallowing in the mire of error everywhere. So I, this is just a warning to brace yourselves. Because if there is no mercy for an infant lying on an operating table, suffering and dying... Do you think there's going to be any mercy for you? Brace yourself. Hold on to the faith. Be strong and persevere to the end. Because he who perseveres to the end, and only he who perseveres to the end, will be saved. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.